0: on everyone and welcome back to the basement talk podcast fantasy show welcome back to fantasy playoff time Ed birdsall jake simone jake we know via the mailbag last week that your stress levels were lower than the consensus how are your stress levels
1: now it's like i feel like i'm pretty fortunate to be where i am um dynasty the stress levels will be up because i've lost in the championship the first two years of the league and this is year three and i have a bye this week i'm the number one seed again for the third straight year but i've lost in the championship the first two years i have that's been my that's been the kryptonite is the big game that's really the only game that'll make me kind of antsy for in all my other leagues i don't have a top seed i'm like the fourth or fifth seed right so i'm kind of playing with house money i feel like that definitely impacts your stress levels it's like what do i have to lose you right. know right so. you, have, you have absolutely nothing
0: nothing to lose you're you're kind of going for it. and as we said in the mailbag two games are much easier to to win than three so yeah. obviously week 15 this is the playoff time time to put the serious hats on we have a ton of games to go through where to go game by game look at all the options for this week but before we we get into that uh two uh, news articles that I wanted to to talk about first this one I don't think is going to require too much um, analysis and you know maybe more we'll get to that more when we get to his particular game but this we're recording this Wednesday afternoon you're gonna hear this Thursday morning so yes we will be talking about Thursday night football in this episode but uh, the first bit of news that just came out uh, Matt Rule said that DJ Moore will be playing Sunday versus Buffalo so obviously we'll talk about DJ Moore a bit more so I did there talk about DJ Moore a bit more ha I'm funny and he's the only give me give me more left so
1: until the championship it, uh, until, until the championship. championship if you make it there
0: if you make it there if you make it there when give me give me more will have a nice date with uh with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But then the second bit of news, the one that could obviously is going to require a lot more breaking down, digesting assistance for those that uh, have him on their squads is obviously the season. Well, not season ending injury, but regular season ending injury to Deandre Hopkins with a knee sprain hobbled off. Monday night, and now he is going to be out the remainder of the regular season. The Cardinals are hopeful that DeAndre Hopkins will be able to return for the IRL NFL playoffs. But for fantasy purposes, DeAndre Hopkins seems to be done for the year. So, Jake, before we go into anything else, and this is just like an off the cuff sort of thing. I have a couple of guys that I've, that I wrote down, but if there are managers out there that are now in a position where they have to go make a pickup for Deandre Hopkins, who would be the guy that you would be looking for or looking towards mind you to kind of not replace the void, but, fill his gap if let's say deandre hopkins was one of the only receivers that they had or if deandre hopkins was in their lineup and now whomever they pick up they have to start
1: this might sound like a little bit of a corny one but i think he offers a, a pretty safe floor as in in terms of being in the game plan on a weekly basis i think i know who you're going to say and i think he's mine as well how about braxton barrios no, not even the same stratus Jeff. I think I think Barrios offers. I think Barrios offers he he's going he reminds me of kind of like Jacoby Myers in a sense in PPR. The scoring upside is very limited, but in terms of being in the game plan on a weekly basis with Corey Davis out for the season and Elijah Moore, I, I think he's really thrusted himself into the Jets most reliable receiver moving forward for the foreseeable future. And in full point PPR, I think he's a solid play. I think he can get you double digits. Um, in the playoffs. So if you, if you really look desperate for a receiver there um, that's what I would say. But in terms of maybe filling a flex, because maybe you can, you know, add your wide receiver three to your wide receiver two, and you have like a flex spot open. I don't know if that applies to the question. My number, my number one waiver wire pickup this week, hands down is Rashad Penny. Yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. If if you were able to pick up Rashad Penny and you have available wide receivers that you can play around with and you can get Rashad Penny into into your lineups, yeah, you, you, you definitely do it. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I have this debate that I'm going over, and my rankings don't suggest this, but my head and my heart do, and that is that I would rather start Rashad Penny this week over Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Yeah, I mean – I don't think that's ludicrous at all. Um, I think Penny, not a great matchup. Not a great matchup. But I think he's earned himself a future role in that Seattle backfield. I think Pete Carroll even alluded to that fact this week, too. It seems like he's finally healthy and getting his shot. Uh, It's just four years later from when he was drafted as a first-round pick. So we'll see. See, the only
0: the thing between Penny and, and Ezekiel Elliott for me is Penny is not going to get any receiving work that that's the downside. So if you're in a, a full PPR, he, he might hurt you in that regard. And you may need a touchdown to return any sort of value. Penny goes up against the Rams at home who are obviously dealing with their own uh, COVID issues at the moment, but we just saw the Rams concede two rushing touchdowns to James Connor Monday night. So it's not like, the Rams are completely, you know, bulletproof when going with opposing running backs. They, they can be had. And, and there is recent evidence to suggest that there are running backs out there that can score against the Rams. And James Conner just did it uh, Monday night. And for, for those that are curious, um, I do have Ezekiel Elliott at 20 and Rashad Penny at 24. So Zeke is higher. The matchup for Zeke is much better. But the problem is, I just don't know what kind of work Ezekiel Elliott is going to get because really it just seems like if the Cowboys are going to be up in games, they're going to be winning games comfortably, and let's call it as it is, the Cowboys should have zero problems with the New York Giants on Sunday. Zero issues. So if the Cowboys are up big in that game, they could pull Zeke and they could be running Tony Pollard or... Corey Clement, whomever, if Tony Pollard plays, as of now it looks like Tony Pollard is going to be available for Dallas. So, if they decide to run Tony Pollard and they keep Zeke on the bench, you probably need, I guess, three quarters of production from Zeke. It's probably going to require a touchdown for you to get any sort of value back on on the start for for Ezekiel Elliott. So, I, I would just. Be cautious of, of Zeke, and obviously Adam and I will be doing the mailbag on Friday. We'll be recording that Friday, and you'll be hearing that on Saturday. And I bet there will be some Ezekiel Elliott questions, as I believe there actually are. I think there was one that I can recall when I checked uh, this morning uh, just to kind of see what the mailbag situation was like. 25 questions already, which is huge. Wow! Thank you so much to everyone. Submit all the questions you want. If there are 50 questions, I don't care. We will answer them all. Um, but yes, for DeAndre Hopkins, I'm just going to give you some of the names that I that I wrote down. Uh, if you are needing some help at the receiver position at the moment. I agree with Jake. Rashad Penny was my number one waiver ad of the week. If you needed some if you could maneuver it where you could get Rashad Penny and it flex like Jake had said, I think it's a great call and I would be doing that a hundred percent get Penny in there, bring up a wide receiver three or wide receiver four, fill him in, and boom, done. But the three receivers that I have down, Devontae Parker, he was on a bye last week, had been injured, just came back versus the Jets in week 13. Devontae Parker is going to be featured in this offense a whole bit. There's a real chance that Devontae Parker is sitting on waiver wires somewhere. If he is, pick him up. And he is a guy you could you could throw in there right away because Devontae Parker is going to get that immediate work. I like Parker a lot uh, this week and beyond for Miami. Uh, Gabriel Davis of the Buffalo Bills has touchdowns in two straight games and no Emmanuel Sanders for the Buffalo Bills. So Gabriel Davis is going to see a lot of the field he should be he should be on the field i would take a guess he's probably gonna be on for 70 75 percent of the snaps for buffalo given how much they like to throw the ball and 70 75 percent may be a little low for him and he's going to be a threat to score a touchdown the only issue that i have with davis is that i just don't know about how what what safe of a floor he has uh versus the other two guys or the other Devonte Parker and the next guy I'm going to say, and that's Amon Ross St. Brown. He's got everything. Amon Ross St. Brown, number one. He's in an offense that is going to throw a lot on Sunday versus Arizona at home. Number two, he has sustained production. I think you know when we get to this this time of year, people get caught up in in the names, and this is what I want to advise everybody. When I when you talk about the Zeke versus Penny. Zeke is a name, but hasn't had production in seven or eight weeks. Penny is not necessarily a name, but just came off of a big game. But then it comes into the whole, oh, you could be chasing points with Penny, all that. I get it. But when the coach is saying that not only is Rashawn Penny the best running back that they have, he is, they also want to get him the ball. They want to get him more involved. Which is huge. There's that seal of approval right there, versus you have Dallas that are trying to limit Zeke so that way his knee is able to heal. This is kind of the same situation. You look at a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown, there'll be other guys on waiver wires, I'm sure, that are more name worthy than Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe Allen Robinson will be on waivers. Maybe someone like, I don't know. Jake, give me give me a, a big not even a big um, name receiver, but just just a name receiver that people would recognize and say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna pick him up and I'm I'm gonna start him. Someone like like s- Sterling Shepard, maybe. Sterling Shepard. That's a great one. Sterling Shepard. Same thing. Same exact thing. When you have Amon Ross St. Brown, who over the last two weeks has 12 targets in both games, 18 catches total. Over the last two weeks, week 13, of course, had that touchdown when time expired to get the Detroit Lions their first win of the season. And then last week versus Denver had a really, really nice game, eight for 73. So if you in PPR, he's really I think he is the guy it's going to be an ultimate floor sort of play because, again. I don't think the Lions are going to keep this particularly close with Arizona. I think Arizona are going to come in; they're going to be pissed off over how Monday night went, and there's a chance they could run it up a little bit. And it's going to be good for good conditions for Amon Ross St. Brown to to produce. So, and mind you, this is the same Arizona Cardinals defense that just got shredded by Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, and Van Jefferson. So, I'm not saying that Amon St. Brown should be mentioned in that category, but He's got the proven track record of production, and if you are in need of a receiver, he's the guy that I would be going for because Parker, Parker's owned in over 50% of leagues, so I don't know how widely available Parker is going to be, but if he's there, yeah, I like him a fair bit. Amon Ross St. Brown is owned in 16% of leagues, so he is widely available.
1: Um, how about Van Jefferson? I think that was a good name
0: if van jefferson is available yeah if van Van jefferson
1: Jefferson, yeah if he's available yeah absolutely but let's just
0: yeah let's have a look at his ownership percentage before before we get into the game so van jefferson is he's rostered in 73 percent of leagues
1: wow that's kind of high
0: uh yeah um what about cole beasley uh Devontae Parker by the way for those that are asking is in, is owned in 56% of leagues. Cole Beasley is owned in 69 nice percent of leagues. He's owned in a nice amount of leagues.
1: The Buffalo offense hopefully found their stride in that second half, hopefully. Agreed, Maybe. agreed. And <laughs> obviously we'll we'll talk more about um
0: uh Josh Allen and his uh his foot when we, uh, when we get there. So, here we are. We're here. Let's just get right into it. Let's get into uh, into the game. So, let's start with the one that I think, I, I don't know if it's too crazy for me to say, it. this might be the most exciting game of the week. I mean, I definitely think it, it, it could be, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's start with uh, the Chiefs. You're obviously going to be starting Patrick Holmes. Don't need me
1: to tell you that. Uh, What about Clyde Edwards-Alaric, Jake? You almost have no choice but to start him. Hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd rather start Rashad Penny than Clyde this week. Um, I don't think that's too ballsy to say. I think Daryl Williams actually has a significant role on this Chiefs offense, more of a role than what people may like to admit. I. If you if you ask me who's been the better Chiefs running back this season, it's been Darrell Williams, not it Clyde. Has it has been. Because I think so. he fits he fits more what the Chiefs want to do. Exactly. They want
0: that big bodied running back that can run in between the tackles, pick up those hard yards. Whereas Clyde, you know, and, and this is nothing against him necessarily. He's just he's a smaller guy. He he is a smaller guy. He doesn't necessarily fit what they want to do, but He's, he's serviceable. I mean, I, I have Clyde at, as my RB17 for the week. He's fine. He's fine. He's an RB2. You just got to hope he scores. And I think yeah. in a game where there should be a lot of points, I think there'll be enough to go around where you you, you see a lot of the name guys uh, definitely eat this week. Obviously, you're going to be starting Tyreek Hill. But let me ask you, Jake, are you concerned at all about – Tyreek Hill has really had three down weeks in a row, has not scored in three weeks. Is there any
1: concern at all about Tyreek Hill? It makes me think that that big game is, it's coming. Remember last year against it, it seems to be once a year. It's kind of like there's that one game, you know, that monster, that monster, it hasn't come yet. So of course, it'll probably come against me in the playoffs sometime, but um, <laughs> I, I think it's coming. We got it with Devontae Adams on Sunday Night Football. I think God a similar him. type, a similar type of performance uh, with fewer receptions but more bigger plays and touchdowns will happen with Tyreek Hill soon, like we saw last year against Tampa.
0: So, if you're looking for like the monster game, I thought there was one that I could recall. There has been one. Well, he okay really, so a while two. ago though. Two, But what I find interesting about Tyreek Hill and his his line in general, he's only had two games over 100 yards this year, Yeah, which is ridiculous to talk about. Makes you think.
1: Yeah, makes you think.
0: But he's had three games with over 10 catches, 11, 11 and 12 in those games. Week one versus the Browns, 11 for a buck, 97 and a touchdown. 37.6 fantasy points. This is full PPR. Week four versus Philadelphia. This was the monster 11 for a buck, 86 and three touchdowns, 47.6 fantasy points. And then in week eight against the New York giants, 12 for 94 and a touchdown, 27.4 fantasy points. Then also in week 10, a modest seven for 83, two touchdowns for 27 and a half fantasy points. So you you just figure that the, the, the big game has got to be coming for for Tyreek Hill and listen i mean if there's ever a time where his managers definitely need it uh this this most certainly is is it and this is in a prime spot where again there'll be a lot of points scored in this game i'm sure i don't think this is going to be a uh, a typical chiefs blowout by by any stretch and I think everybody in this game should probably uh, should probably eat a little bit. And obviously, Travis Kelsey, uh, you're going to go ahead and start. Just insert everything I just said about Tyreek Hill and how he's going to eat in this game. Insert that for for Travis Kelsey. Is there anybody else for the Chiefs, Jake, that you would uh, consider starting this week outside no. of the ones that we mentioned? Nope. OK, beautiful. Uh, the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously, start. you are going yeah. to go ahead and start him. Austin Eckler. You are obviously going to go ahead and start, but obviously the ankle is, uh, is a concern. But as, as of time of recording, it looks like Austin Eckler is going to be good to go for the Chargers. Keenan Allen activated off of the COVID-19 reserve list. So he is going to play in this game, a welcome site for his fantasy managers. Obviously you're going to go ahead and start him. Uh, Mike Williams, interesting case with Keenan Allen back. Jake, you are Mike Williams guy more than I am. Uh, your analysis on uh, on Mr. Williams.
1: I'm starting him. I think he has a big play in him in a game that's going to feature a lot of points and a lot of throwing. More of a shootout. That means a lot of deep passes and who catches the deep balls on the Chargers. It's, it's Mike Williams. Uh, I'm pretty confident in him this week.
0: If there's anybody that's going to catch a big one on the Chargers, it, it, it is Mike Williams. I have Mike Williams this week as my wide receiver 22. Uh, Mike Williams
1: or Brandon Cooks? Mike Williams. I don't, the tech, I, there's nobody worth playing on the Houston Texans.
0: Mike Williams for me as well. Mike Williams or Michael Pittman
1: versus New England? Give me Mike Williams because I hate the matchup against Belichick. Give me Williams as well.
0: Mike Williams or our best friend of the entire world, Brandon Ayuk.
1: It's close. It's against Closer. Atlanta. Yeah. It's against Atlanta. It is. Williams, but it's close. Give me Williams. Williams or DK Metcalf? Metcalf. Metcalf. That really close. It's close, but I I think this is a week to start Metcalf.
0: Yeah, especially if there's no if there's no Ramsey.
1: That's what I was kind of implying. Yes.
0: Then yes. yes. I would go Metcalf too, but very, very, very close. I'll give one more Mike Williams or Amari Cooper.
1: Um give me Amari in full, Williams in half. Amari in full.
0: I would go Amari in half and then Mike Williams in non.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, anybody else for the chiefs that is worth consideration. The, charges. the charges, uh, excuse me. Nah.
1: No, Jared cook. You'd fade. I'd fade. Okay. I'd fade. Okay. Some, oh. there's actually a surprise waiver pickup that I have to, to give out to the people this week for tight ends. I think, could be a potential smash play. Okay. Okay. I'm waiting for-, for the game.
0: I look forward to hearing it. So, next game, we're on to the Saturday games. Reminder. Reminder, reminder, reminder. Saturday football. Set your lineups before Saturday. Don't be an idiot. Saturday. 4.30. The Raiders going to Cleveland to take on the COVID-ridden Cleveland Browns. Baker Bayfield going to be out for this game. So it is going to be case Keenum leading the way for the Browns, Jarvis Landry, of course, tested positive as well. So it looks like it is going to be a shorthanded Cleveland Browns offense. Let's start with the Raiders though. Uh, Derek Carr. See a start. Where would he, where'd he fall on the startometer, Jake? meter? we love our meters here. Yeah. Browns are home, right? The Browns are at home, correct?
1: I I don't love Derek Carr on the road, especially in fantasy playoffs and in some rather frigid conditions. I think Derek Carr is about a four. I wouldn't start him this week.
0: Yeah, I am down on Carr this week. I No, I wouldn't go anywhere near him. So I would fade unless you're in the most desperate of two quarterback situations. Uh, Josh Jacobs. He is a start for me. I would, yeah. I would fire him up. So I don't think there's any, any too big concern about about Josh Jacobs. You know he's going to to get his tougher matchup though, going up against Cleveland. But still, I think Josh Jacobs has an opportunity to, uh, to have sustained production in this matchup. Given I don't think there's going to be a, a massive blowout going in, in either direction. So I think it's going to be close throughout, and this enables Jacobs to uh, to still be able to uh,
1: to contribute. Any receiver on the Raiders that you would start, Jake? Yeah, Hunter Renfro. He's a weekly start every week. Yes, sir. He he said it and forget it. Yes, sir. It's it's time to come to terms. (laughs) Yes, sir. The last two weeks, Hunter Renfro,
0: the last three weeks, excuse me, Hunter Renfro has been over 100 yards. Granted, this has coincided with the absence of Darren Waller, who on Wednesday's injury report was a DNP. So not a surprise. Because I don't,
1: yeah, I don't think he plays for the rest of the season. I, I truly do, don't.
0: I have my concerns about whether Waller returns this year or not. I, I definitely do. And But I would say, you know, it is early in the week. Stay tuned for the mailbag. On, on Saturday, we'll have much more updated injury information. But um, as far as I know and as far as the people that I've talked to, they have said that it, it still looks like it's going to be a, if anything, it is going to be a close call on Waller leaning towards not playing this week against the, the Browns. So, outside of Renfro, who I have as my wide receiver, 13. Nobody else for uh,
1: the Raiders in terms of their pass catchers? No, but I it just feels like an annoying week where, like, maybe Deshaun Jackson catches a 70-yard touchdown. It's almost like every-other-week type of thing with Deshaun Jackson since he's joined the Raiders, so... I don't know if I'd be banking on him in my fantasy playoffs, though. So I would avoid the rest of the Raiders besides Renfro and Jacobs.
0: Move on to the Browns. Uh, Case Keenum, I would not want to start him. I mean, if if you had to pick one quarterback from this game, Keenum or Carr, who would it be? Carr. 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 You don't get cute. Yeah, Carr for me as well. Uh, The running back situation for Cleveland. So there is no Kareem Hunt for this week. He is out and Probably out for the uh, foreseeable future. So it's going to be Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson.
1: Jake? Dearness Johnson's a must own moving forward for the rest of the season. He has to be. He has, has to be. Because Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb has been so underwhelming. Ugh. He's a he's a guy that I, I probably won't ever own moving forward. Oh no, I'm never I'm never taking him I'm, again. No, it, I'm, I'm never taking him again. He, he's a headache.
0: He is a real headache. Like, is it crazy for me? And this is just off the cuff here, but is it crazy to say that I probably would start Rashad Penny over Nick Chubb?
1: I don't think it's crazy, but no hunt kind of makes me a little bit more prone to start Chubb. If hunt it's a much was more, di-
0: it's a much more difficult yeah. decision versus when you have Rashad Penny versus Zeke. I think that one is much more clear cut then yeah. Penny versus jump.
1: If hunt were active though, I can kind of see your logic behind it, but no hunt. That's a, that's a little juicy. The Johnson only touched the ball five times last game.
0: Would you start the Johnson this week?
1: No, I, I would avoid
0: in, would you start all in formats?
1: Would you start him in a 14 team league? I mean, I would try not to Um, <laughs> in the playoffs. I would I would try to find something else. Okay. Somebody else, rather. Okay. Um,
0: the receiver position, obviously, if there are people looking for help for DeAndre Hopkins. How about Donovan Peoples-Jones? Would you start him this week
1: uh, in a vacuum? Keenum? Probably not. Okay. Is, I, he, I have... is he
0: a pickup and hold?
1: Yes. Yes, okay. I agree. I agree with that, especially for DeAndre Hopkins owners, yes.
0: Okay, so let's let's go to let me, the uh,
1: yeah. Hang on, let me ask you re- real quick though. What's the, story, what's the story with David Njoku this week? Um, questionable. Questionable. If he plays, that was the tight end I was uh, alluding to, with no Austin Hooper, no Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I believe
0: with- that I believe that Injoku was one of the ones that tested positive for COVID as well last but week, he, right? Y- yes, but he is he is vaccinated, and there is a chance that he comes back if it's no Injoku, no Hooper. It looks like it's going to be Harrison Bryant. Remember Harrison it, Bryant? I thought he was hurt,
1: though, too. I thought he, he had something.
0: He is. He has an ankle injury.
1: But if Njoku plays, that's who I was talking about, the smash tight end play. I'm starting Njoku over Noah Fant this week. I like that. I'm done with Noah Fant. It's just I really am looking for any other option at this no, point. No, you should
0: be done with the with the entire Broncos offense that's not named Melvin Gordon or Javante
1: Williams. It is just – it's been a night – you see, but the thing is, though, like, I- I'll be fooled into starting. I'll I'll be fooled into picking Noah Fantlett next year on a team. Uh, it's just every year. I just think this is all right. This is the year he joins that upper echelon of tight ends. And doesn't happen. No, but I'm looking. And, and Joku, if he plays, though, I think is a solid start. So
0: I have Donovan Peoples-Jones sitting at wide receiver 36 this week. So... Let's just do – I think this is more like what people look for in terms of like instead of the bigger names, they want to know the smaller names. So Donovan Peoples-Jones or
1: Jerry Judy? Donovan Peoples-Jones.
0: I would go with Donovan Peoples-Jones as well. Yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones or Devonta Smith? Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. For me as well, Donovan Peoples-Jones or KJ Osborne. Monday night,
1: Donovan Peoples-Jones.
0: Close. That's real close. Give, give me Osborne.
1: That's barely. close, yeah, barely. barely. You're, you're you're banking, you're banking on. Uh, I think it's. I think Peoples-Jones with no Landry is a good volume play. Believe it or not, I think with Osborne, you're kind of hoping for the big play touchdown. To really warrant his start. Agreed. Uh, one more: Donovan Peoples
0: Jones or Marvin Jones? Donovan. Donovan for me as well. Uh, we talked about the tight ends for Cleveland. Obviously, Jake does like David and Joku in a well. I really shouldn't say, even say in a vacuum. I think I think Jake is much higher on. And Joku, then a lot of people are going to be so. If you are in a bind at tight end, then David and Joku could be the play. Jake, let me ask you this: David and Joku or Kyle Pitts? Pitts, Pitts. Okay. All right, David and Joku or Dalton Schultz? Schultz. Okay. David and Joku or Pat
1: Fryermouth? close. Give me Farmith. He's been scoring a lot lately. Seems okay. to be more involved. I I think that the point with the, with Injoku was I, I wasn't trying to make it seem like he was this smash like top 5. I I just like him. Like if you're if you're if you have the disrespect for yourself and keep starting Noah Fant every week or Mike Gesicki most if if he wasn't playing the Jets this week, I would say sit Mike Gesicki. Like guys like that, who's like another guy that you just hate starting every week? Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah, like guys like that, you know what I'm saying? Or Tyler Conklin, he's kind of cooled off a lot lately.
0: Well, I th- I think that they're all kind of in the same range. You're, you're looking at guys that are bottom of the barrel, touchdown or bust range. I think that's what that's where Njoku probably is. But the opportunity is is definitely there for uh, for David Njoku. Okay, the Patriots taking on the Colts. Mac Jones is his start in two in two quarterback leagues? Which you consider nah. Mac Jones? No. Okay, uh, Damian Harris questionable coming into the contest. Would you? Well, who do you like? Who do you like more? Harris not a hundred percent or
1: Ramondre Stevenson. I like Ramondre Stevenson this week. If Harris does not play, especially, I, I roll with Ramondre Stevenson. But I like Steve, Stevenson looked great on Monday night, especially too.
0: Yeah, but I I believe from what I understand is that Damian Harris is going to play, so it looks like it's going to but be how much some sort of split. Well, I th- I think that's that's the thing is how much, because I, I Bill Belichick has shown that he trusts Damian Harris as his number one running back. I don't think that's a question. The question for me is, does Damian Harris go out there get hurt? And then you're left with a three or a four. And it's Ramondre Stevenson just taking over. Up, to, if, you're, if It's up to me. Me personally. I would be fading the situation altogether. And just kind of waiting and seeing. Now, if Damian Harris doesn't play, then yes. Obviously, you, you go ahead and start Ramondre Stevenson. I would have him as a top 30 play. And it really depends on what your, your other options are. I think he'd be a very solid flex. He'd probably be a little bit lower than Rashad Penny. He will be outside the top 24, but like I said, top 30 for, uh, for me. So yeah, he would be, he would be a very, very, very serviceable flex from Andre Stevenson. If he's without Damien Harris, if Damien Harris is there, obviously there are some things that, that uh, some decisions that you will uh, have to make. Any receivers worth starting for the Patriots? Nelson Aguilar, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers,
1: I think this is a this is a pretty safe week to start Myers. Okay. Okay.
0: I have Myers in my I, I should emphasize I think Myers is only really worth the start in uh in Oh yeah, absolutely. PR uh not in none. I have Jacoby Myers this week at wide receiver forty. Forty. So high end wide receiver four if you are in a bit of a bind. So probably a a flex level start in uh twelve and deeper leagues. Any tight ends worth starting for the Patriots? I I, I kinda like Hunter Henry a little Me bit too. in a
1: vacuum. Me too. In a vacuum. Where you need a touchdown.
0: You need to touch on Hunter Henry to return any sort
1: he's, he's he's part of the group, yes.
0: Yes. Yep. But I think if there's one that you could probably say is you could make a good bet, could probably score it in this game. It's probably Hunter Henry. More
1: than likely, yeah. I think Stevenson scores this game too.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I think he has an opportunity to score. Yeah,
1: I agree. All
0: right, so let's go to the Sunday games. Let's start with the first one Dallas taking on the New York football giants. Obviously, Jake, you're starting Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott has not been himself since that calf injury, and that is a major, major concern for his fantasy managers and for myself because my life depends on Dak Prescott.
1: Yeah, I still think you fire up Dak. I still think he's a top-ten option, and you fire up the whole – I think all the pass catchers in the Dallas offense are are good starts this week, including Michael Gallup Um, moving forward. I agree.
0: I agree. We'll get to the pass catchers in a sec. Obviously we alluded to Ezekiel Elliott. Just talk about it a little bit more. I- I'm nervous to start
1: Zeke. I'm really nervous. I think Pollard is a is a pretty solid start this week, I must say. Well, if he plays, if he
0: plays, he did he not plays, practice yeah. he-, he did not practice on Wednesday. Maybe Corey Clement this is a sneaky little ed. Maybe, maybe, maybe. If, Pollard, if Pollard doesn't play, but everything I understand is that is that Pollard is going to play. So Wednesday just looks like a normal day off as it normally is. So just keep that in mind, you know, check up on the injury reports. But if you have Zeke, you have Pollard and you have an available roster spot, maybe Corey Clement wouldn't be the bad thing. As kind of a wait and see for the next couple of days. And then, if you know that it's Pollard and Zeke, then Clement is 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 uh, is good to uh, to go ahead and drop. But as for Ezekiel Elliott, um, Jake, who would you rather start, Ezekiel Elliott or James Robinson? I'm Two guys pos- that have the I same know. fucking problem.
1: I don't think James Robinson's problem is health. I think it's just s and I in thinking by the jaguars but it's the texans that's why yeah i think i roll with james robinson due to the matchup give me zeke give me zeke i think he's a better opportunity to produce really don't want to play either but no
0: neither do i zeke or sony michelle if no if no darrell henderson oh michelle agreed agreed i think it's a smash spot yeah. Zeke or Devontae Freeman? Who would have thought that we would be comparing Ezekiel Elliott to Devontae Freeman in week 15 in the year of no. our Lord
1: 2021? Uh, Lamar Jackson out. Questionable. Give me, questionable. Questionable. Give, give me Freeman again. Give me Freeman. Give me Zeke. Give me Zeke. I th-
0: hmm. Would I like Freeman more if there's no...
1: I think there's more more pass-catching upside. I think I would like Freeman a little
0: bit more if there's no Lamar. Call me crazy.
1: Yeah, I think the pass-catching is the thing that you're really optimistic about with Freeman.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Give me – that's that's a real toss-up. I have have them back-to-back. Give me – yeah, give me Freeman if no Lamar. Give me Zeke if there is Lamar. Uh, The pass catchers for for Dallas, obviously CeeDee Lamb, top 12 play for me this week. Amari Cooper, a top 20 play. Michael Gallup, a top 30 play. I like them a whole lot. And then we talked about Dalton Schultz. He is in that range of touchdown or bust uh, tight ends. Make this very simple for everybody involved. The only person that is worth considering on the New York giants. Well, maybe there's two, if you like Evan Ingram and, and his Dallas does concede points to the tight end position. So (laughs) maybe, maybe Evan Ingram in a vacuum, in a vacuum, but Saquon Barkley, Jake, is he a start? Is he back in the good graces after his touchdown last week? Or is he just super hard to trust?
1: Yeah, I think he's a start. I mean, you drafted the guy in the first round. I mean, I get it. You drafted Zeke too, but I think there's more of like an injury concern with Zeke rather than like a, Ability concern. Sure. So uh, listen, if you're going to go down, go down with if you, if Saquon got you here, I think you have to roll with him. I
0: agree. I agree. I have Barkley's top 15 play this week. Carolina at Buffalo. Uh, you're not starting Cam Newton. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and if there are any Cam Newton questions in the mailbag, I will not ask them.
1: Because yeah, we're
0: done with him. <laughs> fuck Cam Newton. Uh, the running backs for Carolina. What the fucking make of this situation? It's I just hot, like yeah, they can't help I a, themselves.
1: I have a hot take. Sure. I'm not starting anybody on Carolina, especially with DJ Moore being injured with a hamstring. Those are tricky, man. I mean, every they time are. I've heard about a hamstring injury in a player, I've gotten burned. Yeah. It's true.
0: Yeah, the the soft tissue injuries are are really, really, really tricky. I I would avoid more if you can. I I would say right now I would not be starting a single running back, so let's just move on from that. Talking about DJ Moore, I think he's another one of those guys that he got you here. The matchup is good now that Trudavious White is no longer there. But the problem is he's coming into this game injured, number one. Number two, there's going to be a flip-flop at quarterback where he can't really establish any sort of continuity with what either is guy. all
1: about? I mean, my goodness gracious, it, that is a mess. It makes
0: <laughs> no sense. I think it's just Matt Roll trying to think he's smarter than he really he's is. He's got to
1: go. He's been a disaster for the Panthers. Let's just call it how it is. Hey, they got, him, they got him
0: tied down for another six more years. Super. <laughs> DJ Moore or Darnell Mooney? Mooney. Give me
1: more. Give me me I wish Dalton – I feel like I I keep saying it. Dalton and Mooney are a good – when Dalton plays, it's Mooney. But Fields just fucks everything up with the Bears.
0: Agreed. DJ Moore
1: or Terry McLaurin? McLaurin's also hurt. If he plays. Mm -hmm. If he plays. If he plays. plays. uh, What's the injury again with McLaurin? Uh, Concussion. Oh, give, give me! I mean, obviously, we don't wish for people to get hurt. Give me McLaurin. Concussions are less yep. problematic for me.
0: Yep. If McLaurin, if McLaurin clears, he'll be a uh, a very uh, a good play. I wouldn't say a very good play, but a uh, a good play. And it looks like Taylor Heineke will be starting for Washington this week as well. DJ Moore or
1: Russell Gage. Um, wow. Crazy that
0: me, we're comparing them to.
1: Yeah. Give me gauge. Give me give more. Give me gauge. Give me more. I'm not a big DJ Moore guy to begin with. And the fact you yeah, had the injury and the two awful quarterbacks. I'll give you one more. DJ Moore or Chase Claypool? <laughs> God, help us. Yeah, I know. Um, give me more because I hate Chase Claypool. Give me more. Matchup is good for Claypool. So if you need to start him, if
0: you need to start him, like I have to, I have to start Claypool and I have to start Ayuk. Thank you, Odell. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: he's that he's just, He's the new healthy addiction. I'm starting him this week, too, so I don't even know because Hopkins is out. I might have to start Claypool, too, but. Wouldn't oh, it be so, fitting? Oh, so
0: we can we can root for Brandon Ayuk together. Oh
1: would, wonderful. wouldn't it be fitting though if Brandon Ayuk like is the league winner this year? Oh I I I, I
0: die. I die. If Brandon Ayuk brings me to a league championship, I would draft him every year for the rest of time. Yeah. It's, it's well, why I love he, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams so much.
1: We just need Debo to continue to be used as a running back, please. Agreed. Agreed. I think he's the best running back that they probably have,
0: too. Yeah. Outside of a lot of that. Outside of Elijah yeah. Mitchell, keep doing that, please. <laughs> yep, I agree, especially against Atlanta. Keep doing it. Keep
1: doing I must it. admit, though, I watched I watched the game-winning touchdown last week of Ayuk. I cried. I was literally like laughing. I'm like, who else? Who who else? Who else? But our guy, our
0: guy, Brandon Ayuk. The Jets taking on the
1: Dolphins. Uh, Zach Wilson, you're not starting. There's nobody on the New York Jets that you are starting in this football game. Maybe I do think Barrios is kind of safe, but in playoffs, I, I would maybe not start him. Um, there's nobody you're starting on the Jets. If Michael Carter plays, you start him. But outside of that, you ain't playing anybody.
0: Simply sensational.
1: The Miami Dolphins. Uh, Tua. Don't say it. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll wait for it. Tua, yes. Oh, yeah. is. I think Tua is a top 10 play this week. I, I don't have him that high. I have him as a top
0: 15 play. I, I, I think, think he's, he he's, gonna, a, he's a great start in two quarterback. I think yeah. he's a great start in uh, 12 team leagues, 10 team. He's a borderline start. It, it just depends I, what your other
1: options are. I like of this week. I like, I know I hate to steal your thunder. Good.
0: We can just skip the running back because there's nobody important. Don't e- I, I that's just, even I, worth talking about. Don't do it. <laughs> no. No, I've I thought I'm about sorry.
1: dropping Miles Gaskin to be honest with you, just because I thought maybe somebody else would pick him up and think about starting him. But just I know that I'll drop him and he'll return to Miles Gaskin that ended last season.
0: Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Listen, the matchup for Gaskin is good. However, you cannot trust him, and there there is also no guarantee that Miles Gaskin is going to play. That he also has not been activated yet off of COVID IR. So you have that. You have Salvin Ahmed, who also is on COVID IR. You have Philip Lindsay, who is dealing with an ankle injury, as well as I believe he's also on COVID IR as well. So you may see the return of Malcolm Brown this week. Yay.
1: Yeah, Look in, the, in that case, in and that case, Duke you're Johnson, not... by the way. Oh, oh. In that case, you're not start. You're not don't don't do it. Nope. I am not. Even if Miles Gaskin plays, if Miles Gaskin plays,
0: I am not touching him with a 25 foot pole. Miles Gaskin can go fuck himself. Period. And that is not me saying just period. That is me literally stating Miles Gaskin period mark at the end after the end. Period done. Fuck him. Um, receivers. You're obviously starting Jalen Waddle. Top 15 play for me this week. Is he a top 15 play? No, he's just outside my top 15. He's at 16. So yeah, solid start this yeah. week. I did highlight Jalen Waddle in uh, in the Bird's Nest column this week. To go check that out, talkingpointsports.com. Thank you in
1: advance, Mike Gisicki Jake. Yeah, I think he's a start this week. Gesicki or Frymouth? Gesicki. Gesicki or Schultz? Gesicki. Gesicki or Pitts? Gesicki. Wow. I'm pretty wow. high on Gesicki this week. I think he scores. I think he scores at least once. <sighs> wow. I'm high on him. Very. I can't wait for him to let you down. Oh, as he's done to all of us. I would rather have him burn me than Miles Gaskin. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because you know, you know
0: that use this word loosely. You know that Mike asiki is talented. I don't think Miles Gaskin is talented. No. I think that man just takes advantage of the, of the situation. They need a proper running back. And then when they get a proper running back, Miles Gaskin goes where he belongs. That's the unemployment line.
1: And waivers in our fantasy leagues.
0: Correct, correct. That's what that's what I'm alluding to. That's what I'm alluding to the unemployment <laughs> line and and fantasy football. Uh, uh, oh, and I forgot to mention uh, Devontae Parker. Uh, good start. I have him as a top thirty-six play. This... Where's Will Fuller? <laughs> remember, Where is remember, it? remember uh, Will Fuller was supposed to be a fantasy contributor this year. <laughs> People drafted Will Fuller, expecting him to be the star. What happened? Hey, not... uh, the Did Will he Fuller fans. Where are you? Knock, knock, knock. Where are you? Brutal. Not there. Not there. They're not answering. Not answering. Cowards. Anywho, um, anything else from the, uh, the Dolphins Jets? Go pick up the Dolphins defense, by the way. Yeah. Start them. Washington taking on Philadelphia. As previously mentioned, Taylor Heineke is starting this week for Washington. He's a solid start in, in, in two quarterbacks. Other than that, you're not touching Taylor Heineke with a 10-foot pole. Antonio Gibson. We're starting him. Start him. Not with confidence because there is no such thing as starting Antonio Gibson with confidence anymore. But start him. He's a RB2. In, he's in the middle of the RB2 pack. And, and notice this, the, the, the confidence that I have in, in, in Antonio Gibson. Uh, Terry McLaurin. You're starting him yep. when he can clears uh, concussion protocol. Uh, Outside of McLaurin, are there any Washington pass catchers that you would like to start?
1: N-O spells no. (laughs) Superb.
0: Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. You are starting him. Think of Taysom Hill with Jalen Hurts. Ultimate floor, ultimate ceiling play. He should be a very, very good start this week. Where do I have Jalen Hurts in my ranks? I know he is high. I have Jalen Hurts. As my QB seven, so start Fair. Jalen Hurts. I have Hurts over Dak. I have Hurts over Stafford. Close, close between him and him and Stafford, though. Very, very, very Fair. close. Uh, Miles Sanders. The dilemma that just keeps on just kind of prodding itself, doesn't it? He's a start. He's a star because you know they want to run the ball. He is talented. I don't know about good, but we'll say talented. And there's always the opportunity that Miles that Miles Sanders has twenty five carries for a buck thirty and two touchdowns. There's always that possibility. So yes, start Miles Sanders. Uh, Devonte Smith as a Tread wide lightly. as a wide receiver, three in three receiver setups. I think he's fine. Outside of that, no. Two receiver leaks. He should not be starting. Maybe if you have issues issues as a flex, or if you just lost DeAndre Hopkins, then maybe, maybe. Uh Dallas Goddard. Great play for me this week.
1: Yeah, I agree. I was just going to mention that.
0: As he is uh, most weeks. Uh we haven't been talking about the defenses uh, all that much, but is there a defense here that you would want to start? No, no, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I think that's a that's a fade from me. Okay, Arizona taking on the Lions. Uh, Kyler Murray is my QB one this week. You are going to start him. start him. And yeah, hope for the best. James Connor, you're starting him. Um, curious about what the what the status of Chase Edmonds is. There was uh, reports that I had heard that Edmonds was. Ready to return Monday night, and it just simply did not materialize. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if Edmonds is activated for Sunday. Um, again, I had heard that Edmonds is coming back Monday night. It did not happen. So my word with the uh, with the Chase Edmonds situation means not at this moment in time so obviously with no deandre hopkins this means more for christian kirk it means more for aj green are we are we starting kirk are we starting green and and
1: and as what i mean it's tough like we saw deandre hopkins miss time already and neither really materialized into any type of fantasy relevance so i'm gonna go with no I, th- I just think I avoid all the pass catchers in general <laughs> from my Arizona.
0: Agreed. I have green and Kirk as top 40 plays. And then for those that are inevitably going to ask about Rondell Moore because he just cannot escape the frame of thinking. I have Rondell Moore as my wide receiver. 66.
1: Yeah. I, I think we just kind of wait and see how it goes. First. Agreed. Zach Ertz. Good play. Good play. Yep. I think he, I think he's
0: a step above the touchdown or bust guys this week. Maybe partially in it, but not as much as guys like Dalton Schultz, guys like Mike Kosicki, guys like David Njoku, so on and so on. For the Lions, you're not starting Jared Goff. Looks like DeAndre Swift is going to miss another game, so that means Jamal Williams will hopefully be activated off of COVID-I.R., and will be cleared to return. Jake, if Jamal Williams does return, is he a start? Yeah, I, I think he's a start. I do as well. I would have him as a top 30 play if Jamal Williams does make his uh, his return. We mentioned Amon Ross St. Brown. I have St. Brown as my wide receiver, 33. So take that for what, what you will. I will probably be moving him up
1: at some point
0: tj hawkinson what
1: yeah i'd start him if he plays start him if he plays
0: yep i agree probably because you just don't have any other options that are really going to be worthwhile um if it is not hawkinson if hawkinson is healthy and you decide to fade him then i don't really don't know what your other options are going to be so Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of that. Okay, the other game of the week. Let's get through this very quickly. Uh, The Houston Texans, are you starting anybody in the Texans? Oh, (laughs) never. I would start Cooks Cooks in a three-receiver league as a wide receiver three. Fair, fair. Outside of that, nobody else. Gorgeous. Uh, Jacksonville, anybody you're starting on Jacksonville?
1: Maybe James Robinson. Maybe. Outside of that, the pass catchers are all useless.
0: Expect expect RB two value back from James Robinson, but
1: yeah, I don't, I don't hate the Texans I, defense. Lot, by the way. I don't hate the Texans defense this week. They forced turnovers very nope. very sneakily. No, I I don't mind them either. I, I don't mind them
0: either. And Arizona defense, by the way, picked them up. Yeah, in case you, in case you needed us to tell you that. <laughs> The Titans taking on
1: the Steelers. Oh God, our Yay. favorite guy, Mike Vrabel. He just can't pick a running back. <laughs>
0: Yay. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, starter sit.
1: Sit. Just don't trust I would,
0: him. I would set him as well. I cannot trust him, even with Julio Jones back into the picture uh Deonta Foreman Dontrell Hilliard for me the guy for Tennessee is Deonta Foreman I have him as a top 24 play this
1: week really I cannot wait to get burned yep Foreman or Rashad Penny Penny okay Penny I just I just can't Mike Vrabel just
0: he hates fantasy he does hate fantasy he hates fantasy with a a passion with with a a true passion um Julio Jones would you start him nope (laughs) okay gorgeous and there is nobody else worth even mentioning for the Titans. And if anybody asks on the mailbag about Nick Westbrook Akine, I will not answer your questions. Great. Uh, ben Roethlisberger.
1: Mm. Hmm. A little juicy. I like the matchup. I do too. I, I think Ben's like a nice, he's a great QB2 in Superflex. I could see it.
0: I'm going against Big Ben in Superflex this week, and I am shitting myself. <laughs> Hooray but I also have to take a decision between the the Superflex constant mention on the mailbag, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Taysom Hill. i literally start two of them.
1: Literally the, the, the classic dilemma every week for Superflex people because Taysom Hill just had to come in and fuck everybody up with their lineups.
0: Well, I picked up Taysom Hill because I needed an option. I needed an option desperately, and I can get both Sunday night and Monday night if I go Taysom- Cousins with having both sides of the ball Monday
1: Wait. with Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins on what night? On Monday night. Nope. Don't do it. Don't and do it. Don't do it. You know who
0: Jimmy Garoppolo is facing this week?
1: Let me think here. The Falcons. Yeah.
0: He's facing the Falcons at home. Yeah.
1: Life, death, taxes, points against the Falcons defense. There you go. And it's a Kyle Shanahan revenge game too. So
0: num, 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 num. <laughs> George Kittle may have two hundred yards. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Um, where the hell? Where the hell were we? What the hell are we talking about? Oh yeah, we we're talking about the Steelers, right? Uh, Najee Harris, he is a smash play. Yep. S- start him. Deontay Johnson is a very, very, very safe start this week. I have Deontay Johnson in full point PPR. I have Deontay Johnson as my number three receiver. So yes, start Deontay Johnson with confidence. Pretty please and thank you. Chase Claypool. Top 30 play. Matchup is good, but he's just an asshole. So he's very unlikable. I don't like him. Um, and then Pat Fryermuth, you're, you're starting him. Kind of need a touchdown. Kind of.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he probably
0: gets it, doesn't he? He always yeah. does. He always does. The bad touchdown machine, if nothing else. So start Fryermuth. I wouldn't be confident about it because if there's anything in Tennessee does actually do quite well, it's defend the tight end position, which is kind of yeah. nuts to say a ten- the Tennessee defense does something half nice. But it's Fryermuth. He scores all the time. Yeah. Start him. He's a top 12 play, but he's, yeah, he's kind of touchdown or busty, isn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. The, oh, uh, would you start the Steelers defense? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. On to the four o'clock slate. Cincinnati taking on Denver. Our favorite team for more reasons than one. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Joe Burrow or Taysom Hill this week?
0: Taysom. Okay. Taysom for me. I have Burrow as a top think i have him in my top 12 i don't he's just outside my top 12 i have him at qb 14 that's fine ahead of ahead of russell ahead of jimmy g ahead of big ben.
1: Fine.
0: uh joe mixon start yep. joe start joe mixon with confidence he was very 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 sick last week hence why he had the down day not COVID related but yes a down day for joe mixon was very ill Start start him with confidence. Don't worry about it. He'll bounce back. Jamar Chase. A start. A start. The matchup isn't as good as it was as it was last week for him. Nope. But you start it, It's a start. It's a start. It's not I'm like, you know, we're not slamming the desk for Jamar Chase or, or anything like that. But he's a he's a solid play. Uh T Higgins? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We found something here with T
1: Higgins, haven't we? Yeah, it's what we drafted him for. Tyler Boyd? Sir. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> Fuck
0: no. Uh, CJ Uzama? Nope,
1: never. Fuck
0: no. <laughs> never. Never, he says. Okay. Uh, would you start the Bengals defense? No. Neither would I. Because... Of the only two people that matter on the Denver Broncos offense, you're not starting Teddy Bridgewater. You're not starting Jerry Judy. You're not starting Cortland Sutton. You are not starting Tim Patrick. You are, however, embracing, loving, worshiping Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Those two beautiful human beings, mainly Javante Williams, I love you with my whole heart, start Javante this week and start Melvin Gordon this week. I have them both as top 24 plays. I'm praying that I have Javante Williams higher, which I believe I do. Yes, I do. I have Javante Williams. These are my half rankings. I have Javante at 15 versus Melvin Gordon, who is sitting at 20. Melvin Gordon dealing with a hand injury, did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, nobody else for Denver. Oh, nope. oh! by the way, no, no offense. No, yeah. no offense. No, Albert Oakway. Do no, not never. do it, please. And thank you. Um, okay. The Atlanta Falcons and the San Francisco 49ers. Hooray. Matt Ryan. Do not start. Cordero <laughs> Patterson. Start. start. Mike Davis. Do never. not start. <laughs> Russell Gage, yeah, top thirty-six fine. play. He's fine. He's fine. More so in PPR than in half or non. Kyle Pitts. I think you have to start you him. You have to. Yeah. I think you have to start him unless you just have a much better option, which I have no fucking idea who that could be. I have a buddy of mine who is in uh it's a super flex. And someone dropped. He he has Kyle Pitts and Mike Kosicki and this was a couple of weeks ago, someone dropped Mark Andrews <laughs> and he blew his fab to go get Mark Andrews. So now he's got Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, and Mike Kosicki. So if you are like him, then you may have a better option. Yeah. But odds are not many people were able to just able to go pick up Mark Andrews off of waivers. That's, that's a nice problem to have. That's, that's a problem that, leagues that I am not in have to experience because nobody of name value gets dropped on my waivers unless those guys fucking suck okay, anywho the 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo like him in Superflex, like him a lot like him a lot, I would say for non-2QB leagues if you're looking for a guy that has some upside Garoppolo could be nice because the next two weeks after this at Tennessee, then home versus Houston in championship week. So pick up Jimmy G hold him unless you need to start this week and you can start him. The streaming conditions are very good. Hold him, wait and see what it looks like. Cause Jimmy Garoppolo, I wrote it in the uh, week 14 fantasy takeaways article this week on talking sports.com. I, I, wrote that Jimmy Garoppolo could be a league winner at the quarterback position, given the easy nature of his schedule. The running backs, Elijah Mitchell, looks like he's going to attempt to give it a go this week, which is good news for any fantasy managers that do have him start Elijah Mitchell with confidence, which leaves the receivers, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk.
1: Yay! Start them both. Start and then above. you're obviously starting George Kittle. N- Next. And then you're obviously starting George Kittle. Yep.
0: Don't need us to uh, to tell you that one. The 425 slate. The Packers going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. You are starting Aaron Rodgers. You are starting Aaron. Ah! I'm, yep. not gonna be so, I'm not going to be so decisive about starting Aaron Jones because a very weird thing happened. A.J. Dillon out everything Aaron Jones yeah.
1: yeah but Jones scored twice I mean yes yes yeah. you are starting Aaron Jones you are starting yep.
0: Aaron Jones obviously not as convincing giving the work that A.J. Dillon got but when it came down to getting the ball into the end zone it was Aaron Jones you start him with confidence um Jake there there's this 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 guy this guy who who plays for uh, the Packers, uh, number 17, his name is Devontae Adams. See. I'm having a real think about whether or not I should start him this week.
1: What say you? Uh, just you should rethink this thing called fantasy football. You have <laughs> to have, just you start him every week. While we're on the subject, a
0: massive shout out to Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup and Matt Prater. Matt Prater as well for single-handedly getting me into the playoffs and having a matchup won by 0.36 to get me into the playoffs where I needed to win. So shout out to my boys, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup and Matt Prater. Great gentlemen. I love you a lot. Tyreek Hill, he tried to bury me and he failed. So guess what? (laughs) Get back to work, Tyreek. Let's go. I need you to put up like a 20 this week. Chop-chop. Anybody else for the Packers? Nope. Never. (laughs) Never. Excellent. Uh, Baltimore. Say it is with Lamar Jackson. Let's do with Lamar Jackson first. Devontae Freeman.
1: He's a top 24, uh, top 24
0: guy. Solid. Solid enough. Should score. Hollywood. Yep. Either way. He's a low-end wide receiver too for me. Low-end wide receiver two. If you have better options, I I see I see a path for how Hollywood could be benched. I see it. If you have better options, like let's go to America's favorite game, shall we? Uh let's see here. Hollywood or T. Higgins. Uh T. Higgins. T. Higgins for me. Hollywood or Van Jefferson? Hollywood. Hollywood for me. Hollywood or Michael Pittman? Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood or Brandon Cooks? Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood or Jalen Waddle? Waddle. Waddle for me. Hollywood or Ayuk? Ayuk. Hollywood. Barely. 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 In case yep. you didn't hear the first time. Barely. Um, Rashad Bateman, 100-yard game last week. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit fluky. Pick him up. Pick him up. Hold him. If you get He's through the week and he has another big week, then maybe we can talk about next week, about potentially starting uh, Rashad Bateman. But you have to get through the week first if there is no Lamar Jackson oh well Mark Andrews we don't need to talk about Mark Andrews You're starting yeah. Mark Andrews with or without Lamar okay great if there is no Lamar Jackson Freeman gets a boost we already mentioned that is for me if there's no Lamar Jackson I would strongly consider saying that Hollywood probably belongs on benches
1: across America and the world yeah i agree but I still think Andrews and Freeman are still plays. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If yes,
0: if you never sit Mark Andrews under any circumstance. Under any circumstance. No. The, the man is an Adonis. I love him. Um. Okay. The Seahawks and my favorite boys team, the Los Angeles Rams. For the Seahawks. You are not starting Russell Wilson. I do not have him as a top 50 play this week. Sit him. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not starting Russell Wilson.
0: Uh, we've talked about Rashad Penny about 100 million times, but in case you didn't hear us, the other 999,000 times, start Rashad Penny if you need him. He is better off as a lower-end RB2 slash high-end flex but he absolutely can return some sort of value. I like him a fair bit in case you have not heard us. The other passed a hundred million times. Uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. I have Lockett higher than Metcalf this week. I think they're both fine starts.
1: Yeah, I think, yep. I think the big play is there with both of them, especially with no Ramsey. I agree. Agreed. Uh, Gerald Everett, you are <laughs> never starting. Gorgeous.
0: Oh. For the Rams, I mean, this could completely change by the by the time this is even yeah. released about who is going to be available. Yeah, I, you're I, starting honestly, the normal crew. The normal crew are starting. You're starting Stafford. You're starting Sony Michelle with no Darrell Henderson. You're starting Cooper Cup. You're starting Van Jefferson. Uh, ben Skoranek seems to be the guy <laughs> that's going to step into the Odell Beckham role. Do not no, touch thanks. him unless you are in the deepest 16-team league of all time. Yeah, no. Tyler Higby Going, going to play after a false positive. I like him a little bit, a little bit, but borderline top 15 play at the position. And we all know what top 10 at the position sort of means. If you're in and around that 10 range, it kind of means, yeah, you need a touchdown to return any sort of, any sort of value at all. So yeah, Higby, Higby for me is a, is a sit. Start him if you are desperate. Sunday night football: the Saints taking on the Buccaneers. Taysom Hill, top ten play. I like him a
1: fair bit. Alvin Kamara, Jake. Do we yeah. even do we even need to? I I think that Taysom Hill's a little annoying. They played the Jets last week, but yes, yeah, you play Alvin Kamara.
0: You play Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara still got his. Taysom Hill got his as well. So the
1: pass catchers. Don't even talk to me about them. Just please. They're not worth the time.
0: Nope. Not even going to go there. You're not starting a Saints wide receiver or tight end. (laughs) Beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank you. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You are starting Tom Brady. You are starting Leonard Fournette. Out of Evans Godwin.
1: Who do you like the most? Kind of feels like a a Godwin game. Feels like Marshawn Lattimore has a little bit of Evans's number. Last I match-ups. agree. I think
0: that this does scream a a godwin game to me. And, and what about Antonio Brown? Oh wait, <laughs> oh, oh, I got nothing for him. I I, I got nothing for him. I, I have choice words, choice words for for Antonio Brown. But yeah, other than that, no, not much, not That's much. It. He uh, he can go fuck himself. Um, Gronk, obviously you you yeah. you are starting slam dunk. Would you start the Buccaneers defense in this matchup if you had Ye- to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they I, I think they'll get at least a pick. They'll they'll get theirs. I think they'll, uh, they'll at least get a pick. They'll probably get a couple sacks uh as well. And then the Monday night contest, the Kirk Cousins led Minnesota Vikings against the the Justin Fields-led Chicago Bears, a riveting matchup from two <laughs> NFC
1: North Titans.
0: I feel uh, like Kirk, Justin
1: Fields plays on primetime like every other week. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh if, I see, I, if I
0: didn't see Justin Fields on primetime another, another fucking week, I'm going to absolutely gouge out my eyeballs. It's uh, brutal. Kirk Cousins, start him, Top 12.
1: Top I 12. hate him on Monday nights. I
0: I The matchup, though, is very good. Yeah, I agree. Matchup, though, is very good. If you have better options, then go with the better options. He's fine. He's fine. Exactly. He's top 12. He's fine. Dalvin Cook, you're obviously going to start. Justin Jefferson, you're going to start. If there's no Adam Thielen, would you start K.J. Osborne? Yeah, I think so. I would, too. I think K.J. Osborne would be a top 30. He'd be a top 34, 35-ish play uh, for for me, he, he'd push top thirty. I don't know if he would get over that thirty hump, but yeah, he would. He would, he would push it. Um, and then Tyler Conklin, you're not gonna look at. He's in that tight end bust range, so not necessarily yeah. uh, someone you want to waste your time over. Uh, for the Bears, you're not starting Justin Fields. You are starting David Montgomery. Uh, so he's a top twenty play for me. Uh, for the receivers, you're not starting Allen Robinson. You you could start Darnell Mooney. Top thirty play. Tough 30 play. Sure. Sure. And then you're
1: not starting any of the
0: tight ends. Simple as that. Any of the defenses you'd want, you'd want to start in, in that match, Jake?
1: Um, yeah. Give me the Vikings. If I have to pick one.
0: Okay. The Vikings. It is. So Adam and I will be back with you for the mailbag on Saturday. This will be the last time that we will hear from Jake for week 15. So Jake, next week, Jake, we'll see you next week. Good luck, best of, best Good luck, luck in fun. playoffs this week, my friend. Bye-bye. We'll see, we'll, see you on the, we'll see you on the other side. So for Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. We will see you on the mailbag. And, yeah, send in your questions. Links are in the episode descriptions. They are all there. Send them in. Send in as many as you want. And we will get them answered for however long it takes. On Friday, we will record the mailbag. And then that's that mailbag will be out on Saturday morning. So once again, for Jake, I'm Bird. Catch you the next one. Good luck in week 15. Bye bye.